it's the Creator Spaces Show. Welcome back to the Creator Spaces Show. And today, we're talking about why learning is the key to growth with Dylan Redekop at Growth Currency. This conversation explores the idea of using knowledge as your currency for growth and the importance of focusing on controllable goals. Let's get right into it. Do you consider yourself a creator? Yeah, I do consider myself a creator just in that I have always had a desire to create things and show them to people. And over 10 years ago now, I started writing on my music blog because I was really into the local music scene out where I live and just felt there wasn't enough promotion of it. So I started a music blog. That was a fun two, three year venture where I got to get media passes for concerts and stuff like that. I guess the best one was going to see a Coldplay concert. I got to bring my for free and just write about it that was pretty cool and so started my online creator persona and then since then it's been a bunch of ups and downs of different forms of creating i went from kind of music focused to craft beer focus where i was working at a brewery not as a brewer but just admin and marketing and stuff like that and so i started brewing beer at home because another form of creating and i was just interested in the whole brewing process And so from there, I've been leaning into what has interested me. So about five years ago as well, I started building furniture just because I saw some YouTube channels on people building really cool things online with really basic tools and stuff. And I thought, hey, I could do that. Bought some saws and wood and started building stools. And then I guess I should also add when I was in my late teens, early 20s, I taught myself guitar and then started taking lessons. And a long answer to your question of whether I consider myself a creator, I do. And you actually started to answer my follow-up question too, which is what exactly do you create? So you mentioned a bunch of stuff in there. Which ones do you do now still? Yeah. So right now, of all of those, I don't do many of them. I haven't brewed beer for a while. I haven't wrote on that music blog, that now defunct music blog for a good seven or eight years. And so really my focus for creation right now, I've got a wife and kids and a full-time job, so it's pretty limited. So it's, I need to create basis with one exception, and that's right now the Twitter and growing my newsletter. I do a little bit of work until I just finished redoing our stairs at home, but nobody really cares about that. For the, the newsletter, that's what I'm, I'm really focused on right now. And it just started some inspiration from Danny Miranda and Vicky Bush doing some really cool stuff. I've just tried to follow their principles and their guides of just publishing frequently, setting a goal of doing X amount, and then reassessing. I promised myself I would do 100 of these newsletters, whether that's 100 weekly or if I go into a couple times a week, I was going to do 100. And I'm at 17 tomorrow. Not even a fifth of the way there, but enjoying it. Explore your interests as much as you can while you're still young, because as you grow older, responsibilities increase and you'll have to prioritize you'll get to a point where you'll have to choose one to hone in on. From there, get inspiration from people who are already succeeding at that field. And so what exactly is the newsletter called and what's it about? Yeah, so the newsletter is called Growth Currency, which is the same name as my Twitter handle. What it comes down to for me is, I guess the currency of growth is knowledge. The more we know, the more we can grow. The World Wide Web is vast with knowledge, some good, some bad. But what I'm trying to do is curate that knowledge so that myself and like-minded people can dive into things that can help them grow and really that growth currency, if you will. So I curate links to tools, resources, different newsletters, articles, free courses or paid courses, all types of things along the way that I find during the week. And yeah, and just try to promote those things for other people to use and things that I would have found useful in my journey as well. And so you've been doing that now for about four or five months. You said, how do you go about building your audience for it now? Is that a goal for you? It is in, an indirect goal. I guess it's more so the result of the goal. I heard somebody very much wiser than me say when setting goals to focus on things you can control, not things that are outcomes. An outcome would be, I get 500 subscribers by say whenever X date. 
But really what I can set as a goal that I can control is that I'm going to publish a weekly newsletter. I'm going to make sure that it has high value links and I'm going to make sure that I promote it daily on Twitter, etc. So really that's what I'm doing, focusing on those goals. And I feel like if you do the work and you build the foundation, the rest will build on itself. I'm really focusing on Twitter as my main promotional tool. And then one main strategy with Twitter that really helped in the beginning to grow that readership base was just DMs and sending new followers to my Twitter profile, just a quick DM saying, hey, my name's Dylan. Thanks for following. And I've got this newsletter that looks like you might be interested in and check it out if you want. I'd be honored if you did and subscribed. If not, no worries. And then I tend to ask also just a lead up question and just keep the conversation going. What are you working on right now that got you fired up? So that kind of keeps that DM conversation going. So that's been really my only way I've been building the audience. Has your process changed at all in terms of building those relationships? Yeah, I think it has. Yeah, I think it has. I'm getting more involved in communities as opposed to just relying on tweets and DMs. So I've joined several communities in the last few weeks. Ship 30 is setting sail uh, today for the May cohort. And then we're going to start shipping a week from today. So I'm excited about that. Dylan's mindset of focusing on controllable goals is paramount because trying to change what isn't within your control will only drain your energy. Stop obsessing over vanity metrics and focus on your output and engagement. Build a strong foundation that will not buckle under the weight of your growth. So I'm interested now, how big is the newsletter? So it's only about 120 subscribers right now. It's a start. I've got about a, a pretty solid 40% open rate week on week. I feel like 40% is reasonably healthy. It shows me that I'm doing something right. And then the growth of the newsletter has been increasing as well. It took me forever to get to 50. And then 50 to 80 was pretty quick. And then 80 to 120 was even faster. So I do feel like I'm on the uptick right now. It was just a matter of getting that initial momentum going. And funny enough, obviously, the more I pr promoted the fact that I I was trying to get to 100 subscribers in 100 days. It really helped. And so I, I got there. And then from there, it happened pretty fast. That was a good feedback loop for me to promote it a little bit more frequently. Yeah. I know that's one thing that I do a really bad job is I don't actually mention the fact that I have something you can subscribe to even every day on Twitter. And I probably should right. be bringing it up two or three times a day. <laughs> yeah. People aren't paying attention to every single tweet like we are that we tweet. You get sensitive to, oh, am I over promoting? But really, nobody's going to, unless it's the only thing you're tweeting about, people are not going to notice that you're promoting your own stuff once or twice a day. It seems to me like Dylan has found a sweet spot for self-promotion, where you increase the frequency but reduce the intensity. This means that there's no harm in promoting your work once or twice a day on your Twitter profile, but it should not be the only thing you're tweeting about. Maintain a good ratio between giving and asking. Are you monetizing? Yeah. Oh, I wish I was. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know how to answer this question aside from I'm not and I want to, but I also don't want to do it prematurely and look like a buffoon. Mature monetization. I guess I come from the lens of doing this firstly for value and secondly for monetization. So I have a nine to five job and I might be jumping ahead with your one of your questions here, but I, I do have a nine to five job. That's my primary source of income. And then the newsletter comes sort of secondary. So yeah. my main goal for the newsletter is just getting it published and getting a half decent version of it out every week. And then my second goal, I'd be figuring out ways to monetize it. So I've been trying to wrap my head around how to do that. And I know there's quite a few different strategies on how to monetize newsletters, whether it's sponsors or ads or getting a product that you attach to it or building a community around it. It's just a matter of, I feel like I need to grow up my readership a little bit more before I can legitimately start reaching out for sponsorship. Focus on providing value first 
And one of the best ways to do it is by getting a nine to five job that eases the pressure on monetizing prematurely. So I'm interested because you've brought up that you do have a full-time job a couple of times. Is it mm -hmm. a related field? I guess to a degree. To promote this newsletter, there's some marketing going on. So I do work in marketing okay. and I've been doing that since I was pretty much fresh out of school, working for the craft beer company back about six years ago. So. That was my first intro to marketing job as a coordinator, delivering beer and <laughs> helping with packaging and doing social media for them. So it was a little bit of an everything job. I've been doing marketing in one way, shape or form for the last eight years. Nice. Yeah. So now I get to ask the big question. Have you seen much overlap in skill set? Your work as a marketer, how does that transfer over to your work as a creator building a newsletter in your creator life? I don't think there's a ton of crossover. There's obviously maybe some cornerstone principles that might, but they're two very different worlds. I'm doing much more corporate kind of marketing where it's maintaining a CMS and updating our bi-weekly emails that go out. So there's that, I suppose, that would be an overlap where, where I'm putting together emails on MailChimp as opposed to Substack, what I'm doing for my newsletter, but putting together weekly promotional emails would probably be the closest thing that I do. Then from there, I do some social media, but it's all Facebook and Instagram and not Twitter focused at all. Just the industry we're in, it's more of a visual experiential business. So it's not really as conducive to Twitter so much as Instagram and Facebook that tend to be a little bit more visual platforms. So lean on those a lot heavier. So there's some social media involved. There's email newsletters involved, but different kind of messaging and different strategies. And I wear many more hats than that when I'm working for the nine to five company. The best case scenario many creators wish for is getting a nine to five job that directly correlates to your work as a creator. This way, you get to learn and get more test grounds for your application and experimentation till you find what works. I can't think of any better situation than that. What would you say your North Star is for success? I think the North Star for me is enjoying the process and enjoying doing what I'm doing. It's not necessarily an outward KPI, like number of subscribers or Twitter followers or anything like that. It's a matter of, am I still getting up every morning and like excited to work on the newsletter or excited to hop on Twitter and talk about things related to it, share stuff about it. And as long as I keep waking up and being inspired and motivated and having that desire to keep doing it, then I think that's success to me. I like it. So then what's your current goal as a creator? My current goal, I guess there's two. The main one is just making sure that I keep on that weekly rhythm of publishing. Just again, sticking with those goals I can control. Publishing every week, a quality newsletter, and obviously monitoring my feedback, whether I'm still getting the open rates that I want to be getting and getting subscriber increases that I'm getting. It will tell me if I'm still doing a good job of those things. But yeah, publishing on a weekly basis, a value product, things that kind of support that publishing. The Ship 30 is another current goal. Just going through that, I really do not want to miss a day. It could happen. I fully acknowledge that, but I'm really going to focus on shipping 30 straight once a day with the family life and the full-time job and trying to run the newsletter. It's going to be a challenge, but I'm up for it. And I really think that it's going to actually help me in the long run because I'm going to build up that massive content library. And as always, we wrap it all up by answering the question. If you sure. could send a tweet back to your start, what would it be? Both, what would the tweet be and what would the start be? The start, it would be June of last year when I really started focusing more on Twitter. And the tweet would be, don't worry about niche, just start publishing. Mm -hmm. And I'm still there where I'm still a little bit hesitant to proclaim a niche or focus on a niche. But I wish I would have started writing and publishing, whether it's on Substack or elsewhere. So it would have been more about just start writing, 
getting it online in a catalog library type format and that'll help you find your way a lot faster than just thinking about it because the more we think about things the more we get paralyzed by our thoughts and ideas and I think if we just start writing stuff and getting that feedback on them whether it's our own perspective of feedback or other people's feedback that's going to get you so much farther so much faster so my tweet would be don't worry about niche just start publishing <laughs>